Welcome to the Fit in 42 Life Podcast. Fitness, lifestyle, community, and getting better every day. Welcome back to the Fit in 42 Life Podcast. I'm Jerry Washak. I'm here with Ryan McMillan. Ryan, what's up? How are you doing? What up, Jerry? What up, 42 Universe? Dude, amazing. I'm doing amazing. It's good to be back. Everything's good. It's good. You're in week five of 42 right now, right? Yes, sir. Whew. Yes, sir. We're doing our thing. So the squad is every, but all the 42ers at all the studios, you know, Texas, Kingwood, out in La Quinta, Palm Desert, Palm Springs, all are in week five. We're finishing up and then we head into peak week, you know. So this week we finish up. We have our peak week seminar where we go over like goal setting and preparation for after the postseason, getting that postseason nutrition plan discussed, all that. And then next week, we just close it out. We got our fit test. We're going to retest, right? Then we get after it all week. Then we got our closing ceremony. We got fit games. We just, it's, a, it's just an amazing time. And these guys are looking phenomenal. You know, that's the cool thing is like the results are happening. And people physically, you see, you've been seeing the changes since week three physically, you know, and then now and mentally and emotionally, these guys are in just an amazing place. And like last weekend, we had our seminar, you know, just talking about this lifestyle and, you know, the change that have happened to everybody. And that's always one of my favorite seminars is just talking to everybody about the changes and not even just the scale, just in their lives in general. And there's just so much change, so much good happening in the 42 studios. So it's exciting to close it out. These guys have put that work in and now it's time to just finish the job. Oh, it's so awesome to see. I love watching people go through it and then it clicks and then just so happy. And then, then you get done, excuse me, you get done and then you go right into holiday Hold'em, which is Mm -hmm. right after it's done. I think it's done on Saturday and then the following Saturday, I think holiday Hold'em starts. And the goal of Hold'em is to have fun and to stay disciplined as much as possible during the holidays. Cause on average, they say 10, 20 pounds you could gain during the holidays. And I get it. It's just, just pure. Everyone's thrown off their schedules and you got all these parties, you got great meals. So the goal of holiday Hold'em is to just hold steady. And if you <laughs> can, if you could progress a little bit and get in better shape in that six weeks, Awesome. But it, you know, so that's, that's the whole point of Hold'em for us. And, uh, that's going to start right after 42. Right after guys, it rolls straight in. Keep, keep it together. I love Hold'em because like Jer said, like we bust our ass all year, all year and we get incredible results. And then people start going backwards. Most people, 42ers know, but statistically the rest of the world does. Yeah. And, but us, we try to keep it together throughout the rest of the year because you don't want to go backwards. You guys have put the work in all year long and now sustain your great physique, your mind, your emotional state, everything you've earned. And then boom, then when you get through holidays, you also are setting yourself up for a successful what year are we going into? 2024? 24. That's the thing too, is like you set yourself up for a tremendous next year, right? Like 2024 starts now, right? You need to start preparing yourself and getting ready. And think about most people, you go into the new year, 20 pounds heavier, Oof. you've been drinking, your mind's all jacked up, you're all inflamed, you, you know, like that's how people start their year and they think they're going to be successful. They think they're going to be happy. They think they're going to get whatever goals they want. Now it's the people that are driven still now and keep that momentum flowing in. So do hold them guys. That's right. Hey, um, 
Next week, you got a big, big uh, anniversary. Uh-huh. Huh? Yep. Happy, happy anniversary to Dulce. Right. Ten so it's, all, it's our 10 year anniversary. Dang. Yeah. It's pretty crazy, man. Ten years. I know. We've been together like 13 now, you know. But I'm just curious, where did this relationship start? It started at. Uh, with, with Jim? Well, we were over there. That's for <laughs> sure. We were, that, that was a big part of it. You know, we, that's where we spent a lot of time. My mom introduced us. So that's how, how, how we got together. But then, like, a week or two later, she got hired by Fit and 42 to be the front desk. And I was one of the head coaches. So I'm always coaching. She's the night admin. And then we just spent all our time together, you know, and that's it, it really is kind of crazy when you think about that. And I remember back then we all I did was work, you know, so <laughs> it'd be like, hey, yeah, we're going to spend time together. But you're going to be like in my class, you know, and yeah. that would be how we did it. And yeah, we've been inseparable <laughs> since the day we met you know but 42 has been a big part of our life oh that's man for sure another you know? love story there's been many <laughs> there's been many there's a couple going on in palm desert right now there's uh it is interesting when you the life of a a, a trainer and a coach is it's long hours and mm-hmm. so <laughs> we we really stress as a company please do not fall in love with the members or the staff but it's not always it's not always possible. Sometimes you got to break the rules, you know? <laughs> you got to break the rules. <laughs> you got Jen and Natalie in Palm uh, Desert. You got Ryan and Dulce. You got... That's true. Anyone else? Um, there's got to be more. I, I know there's more, but anyway. Um, happy anniversary, Ryan. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right, let's go in today. So you just... You were talking about 42, and they're in week five, and they're creating these awesome habits... And the, the really important thing about, really valuable thing about 42 and doing the program is you got this team dedicated to you, the team of coaches, and then they are guiding you every step of the way. And so you've signed up, you just show up, and then you're going to have this support with you all the time and holding you accountable. And so right now they're motivated, and right now they got their team with them and they're guiding them for the six weeks, 42 days. But then there comes a time when after 42 is over, you're on your own. You're still going to go to the gym. You still got your coaches, but it's just different now. It's different that you're not in a program like 42. 42 is like the ultimate accountability program. Then it comes to your discipline. Like, Did you create discipline and develop discipline that, you're no longer super motivated as you were when you started in fortitude, but now that motivation comes and goes, but your discipline is what makes you successful. And so today we wanted to talk about five tips we came up with to really work on help keeping you disciplined and, and some tips that you could use today to make sure that you stay, because discipline is everything. Discipline is what makes us successful, not motivation, because that comes and goes. And I remember Noel, I think our last podcast with Noel, she had a great discipline uh, quote. I don't remember it, but I just remember it was awesome. <laughs> so go listen to that one. Anyway, Ryan, why don't you take the first one? Because this is a great one. All right. So, guys, tips to stay disciplined. Number one is, I call it gear convenience. You know, so having like, for example, like your workout bag in your car. Right. So like for me, I put my workout bag in my car because I'm always on the go, always driving places at different studios for me. So so I have it there. But once I'm ready to go, my all my gear is ready to rock and roll. You know, also, I'm like a 
um, like uh, on Jerry's. I'm a walker, you know. I love walking. I love doing my cardio. So like I always have my 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 running shoes uh, near my door. So I see my running shoes every single day. You know what I mean? And then also just having stuff available for you to hit the opportunity to work out. So like even at my house, I have a little workout zone, you know, with a pull up bar and all that. I have an outdoor, you know, biking um, area. So I'll do outdoor bike biking. And then in one of my rooms, I have a little uh, treadmill, like a tiny little one. That's like these small little corner pieces. Now they're, they're, they're not big and bulky like they used to be. And so I have those. So if anything ever pops Hold on, up, right. you got, you got the, the, the little treadmill, yeah. like a little walk, like yeah. a, well, how much was that? It was cheap, $200. Right? So those are cool. So you could essentially have a standing desk yes. and just use that at mm-hmm. the desk. Oh, that's awesome. No, that's it. Cause it, it has this thing that pops up and you could kind of hold your phone and stuff, but it could fold all the way down and you could put a standing desk right there and you could work and uh, be on calls. Like we're, we do a lot of um, online virtual calls and stuff with each other as teams. So if I wanted to, I could pop up and uh, literally get some steps in, you know? Yeah, that's um, awesome. So it's being setting up your your house and stuff to make like exercise more convenient and make your workouts more convenient. Does that make sense? No, that's great. And and I'm I'm gonna take this a different like you have the gear convenience, which is great to have, but also I think that's so good to have gear with you and convenient because life is gonna get in the way. You know, you're gonna um you might plan on going home, getting changed after work and then going to the gym and put whatever happened at work. And now you might not be able to go home. And now it's, you're going to be late because if you do go home and then you do go to the gym, you're going to be late and then you can't get it in. And now you miss a day or you could have your gear conveniently, uh, an emergency bag in the back of your car with some shoes and a change of clothes that you might just live there and then you could just use it if you ever need it in case of emergency. Like that is what we're talking about. And, and, and just making, making it. So just, just no reasons to not get your movement in because there's always going to be uh, reasons to not work out or to, so we're just trying to foresee problems. Actually do this. If, if you've, ever had to miss a workout because of any reasons, try to think about that and be like, all right, I'm going to plan for that to happen. And how can I, how can I, um, thwart off that ever happening to me again? So I think gear convenience is, is just a, a simple one, but like, but it's like keeping a freaking umbrella in your car. Like, exactly. You know, dude, I, I, this is funny. Um, I, 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 we bank at first Republic and I'm in there and they were giving out umbrellas the other day i'm like this is so sweet i'm like now it's in the like i'm a minimalist now it's in the back of my car <laughs> rolling around i'm like this freaking umbrella i hate right. you because yeah. it's like, i'm it never gonna use you here yeah. why they do that i was like so happy i'm like wow they gave me an umbrella but now i'm looking at it i'm like you son of a because it just sits there and like taking up space in my jeep but anyway and i really love this too because it like i think for me personally it just if I have excuses, it eliminates excuses. Yeah. You know, for the most part, cause it's like, Oh, I can't go to the, 
I can't go work out because I don't have my gear. It's like, dude, my gear's always with me in my car, right? It's like, I, it's too cold outside to go on a walk or it's too late, you know? And it's like, I have a treadmill in my house, right? Yeah. It's like, so it just eliminates every excuse and whatever excuses I start having in my head, I find a solution to where I can never cave to that, right? Because you're not always going to be like Jer said, you're not always going to be motivated. That's rare, you know, it's great when you're like, yeah, but you have to train that muscle and create an environment where you just get shit done. Yeah. Next one. Is, don't you ever, 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 ever. <laughs> there's no reason to ever do this. Hit your snooze button. Get up right when you are supposed to and start the day off with a win. There's never been a time ever when you're like hit the snooze the snooze is like eight minutes i never hit the snooze because i don't trust it i would always reset my alarm like 15 minutes but there's never a time i'm gonna say never i usually don't say always or never but this one i'm gonna say never you never are like oh my god that 15 minutes that was awesome i'm really happy i did that no you're like oh mm -hmm. and so it's like start your day off with a win so you the discipline to get up and, and and like, what are you telling yourself? You're telling yourself, um, I'm supposed to do something. I'm not going to do it right now. I'm going to, I'm going to procrastinate and get up a little later. And I just feel like that sets our tone for the day is like, now we're, we're already lying to ourselves. We're already letting ourselves down. And, uh, I implore you. Do not hit your snooze button. <laughs> and I, I like this one too, because it's like, I, I, I like to go a little bit deeper. Like, why are you not wanting to get up? You know, like you need to really understand your purpose and like what you're getting up. I know like I wake Ooh, up with like one. a fire in my heart. Like I, like people always ask, like, how do you guys wake up at four in the morning to go coach and stuff? Cause I'm on a mission and I got like people that rely on me and I got things, you know what I mean? Yep. So it's like, I'm not, I'm not gonna snooze or procrastinate, you know? And I think people that are hitting the snooze button and not getting up in the morning immediately, it's cause your, your purpose isn't strong enough and you need to wake up with more purpose and more meaning. And so you got to find that you need to create goals and create your purpose statements and really understand why you get up every day. You know what I mean? And it's funny, like, uh, one thing, um, that I like is like alarm triggers. So like on your phone, you could put like on the label, you know, you could put like, I'm doing this for oh, my yeah. kids, you know? So like, dude, every day when you hit snooze, you're rejecting your children. <laughs> you know, it's like, dude, psychologically, you could play with yourself. I'll tell you a quick story oh, for years. That. Like when I started with Fit and 42, I had this one, I put a, I put wakey, wakey, shaky, shaky. And cause we used to train all day early, you know? And this was a meant something to me because when I was a kid, we grew up homeless and there was a guy every day we'd wake up at five in the morning. Right. But this guy who would wake everybody up, he was like our alarm clock and he was an arrogant bastard and he would basically kick open the door to his office and run out and he'd be like, wakey, wakey, shaky, shaky. And he would repeat that over and over again and piss everybody off. So I put that in my phone because I wanted to spark that anger, you know? So it'd be four in the morning and I'd see wakey, wakey, shaky, shaky. And I'm like, 
F that guy. I got to get up, but it was meaningful to me, like, cause it would enrage me still, but then it would make me get up. Like, I'm never going to go back to a homeless shelter. I'm never going to go through that again. Right. So I'm like a dark psychological person. You have to, you have to, I got questions about that. Yeah. So did that guy run the place? He did. What an asshole. He was a night shift. Um, like basically, or he ran the place and kept things in order and stuff, but he was like a jerk, you know, he was not like a nice guy and he would do that every morning. And he like thought it was funny. He thought it was like, and people hated him, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And he was just an arrogant there's asshole. Just, and I, just ways I still remember things. that. Yeah, yeah. It's like, cause it, like imagine like that guy could have been like pleasant, Wake up, everybody. It's going to be a great day like, today. Like, dude, we're already going through enough. Yeah. You know what I and mean? you got to, like, piss, piss people off, yeah. like, first thing out of a cold sleep. Like, oh, my mm -hmm. God. So that's how we started our day, you Jeez, know? Dude. But then it's like, that gets you up, you know? So, yeah. like, whatever it takes, like, whether you find purpose and meaning to get you up or freaking anger, you know, to get you up. Whatever it takes, though. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you went deep there, right? That was yeah. awesome. Um, all so right. We're talking about snooze, but we got to go deep, you know, can't help it. All right. Let's go with your <laughs> number three. You got this one? Yeah. Number three, guys, is a morning and night routine, you know, and this helps like not hit the snooze button too, but having like a system, I think it sets the tone for your day. And if you start with habits, it's basically to spark your day. You know, so if you wake up in the morning and you have a set routine, a couple little things you do to kind of set the tone, right, and start to do winning habits and get that discipline. And it could start with just not hitting the snooze button, right? And you could have a simple routine. It could get up, make coffee. Everybody's different, you know, like I'll wake up. I always hit my abs for 15 minutes. I do breath work for 15 minutes, you know, and then I take a shower, you know, I take a shower and then I brush my teeth and I go through a normal process, but I always start my day with abs. I always start my day with breath work and then boom that, and then I feel like I'm doing winning habits already. I did something physical. I broke a sweat a little bit. I did my breath work. That's more meditative too. Cause there's like a guided breath work. So I'm getting like gratitude in there and stuff like that. But mine's a simple, like 25 minute routine. And then I shower and then I get my day going, right? And then that's my morning routine and it works super well for me. It doesn't have to be crazy elaborate or anything. Some people might just read when they wake up or you might even do a little bit of work, but you got to find your routine that works for you. And the whole goal of a morning routine is do something that sparks your day and starts getting those winning habits flowing. That's it. Right. So you got to really analyze that. Then also think a lot of people don't really take their night routine serious. Like your when, when you go to bed at night, like how does that look? You know, but that sets up your next day because if you're just drinking at night or watching too much Netflix and all that and that's your and then you go to sleep and then you don't get enough sleep and you don't get proper rest, that's going to affect your morning, you know, so and, and then that's going to affect your, how you feel your, your discipline and because you're not going to wake up and you're going to feel groggy and you're going to hit the snooze button because you feel a certain way. But if you have a good night routine that kind of winds your body down, get your body into a relaxed state so you could sleep well. And so having routines like that to start and in your day are, are, are game changers, you know, because those are the bookends, you know, to the story of your day. And if you know what that looks like every day, you're going to have more habits and it's going to be more routine based. And then you're going to get more results in the long run. 
Right. What would you say to people that say, I don't have any time in the morning for a morning routine? <laughs> Wake up earlier. But yeah. I can't because right. uh, I can't. I think that's bull crap. I will, so what I would do is say, all right, you don't have time. That's one of my favorite excuses in the world right there. Because I, I can rip anybody apart in that. Because I'm like, all right, tell, let's go over your daily calendar then. Right? Show me. Like, actually, let's, one quick thing is go onto your phone right now and go to your screen time and tell me how much screen time you, you, you do. And I can see every app you use. So it's like, all right, you waste three hours on Instagram and Facebook, but you don't have time, right? Where are you wasting your time, right? And eliminate those other areas that aren't productive, right? And that's the issue that's going on is you're wasting a lot of time. People that say they don't have time, that's bull crap, right? You're just not efficient with your time and you're not managing your, your life well. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted you to say it, not me. Um, (laughs) I feel like I'm always saying that one, but uh, yeah, that one's ridiculous. I just, as you get older, you get busier and you really, but you realize, you know what you got to do. And you're just like, get up earlier. We all can, we all have the same amount of time. It's just crazy. The, the fittest, most healthy, most successful people are just organized. Mm-hmm. They're just organized and they, they, they're intentional about their time. They, just, they don't just react to things or they, they spend time thinking about what they have to do and they do it. But like this, just, I remember a line. I, I think my brother said it, but we, I forget where we heard it. It's like when... No, there's no way Casey made this up. We heard it somewhere. Else. It's like when you want to say I can't, just just switch it with I won't. Like mm-hmm. then then just go like that's more like I can't get up early. Like no, I won't get up early. Okay, there we go. Let's mm-hmm. be honest. That's a big thing too. Just being honest with yourself, like what you're willing to sacrifice or do to get to where you want to go. Like what is the trade off? You don't sleep as much but you do get up and you have some alone time because everyone is sleeping and you get to think and you get to read and you finally get to read that book that you've been wanting to read because you can't after work because the house is nuts. I get that totally. But it's like, if you've been wanting to do something and you can't do it because you you haven't done it because of time, you need to look and be honest with yourself. Where can I find this time? And I might have to sacrifice some things I enjoy doing to, to, do things that I've been meaning to do. And that that's that's really all of it. It's like, what are you willing to do to get to where you want to go? Mm-hmm. Where, that body you want, all right, what are you willing to give up? Or that that um, career you want to do or that 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 hobby or skill you want to learn. Okay, yeah, yeah. But what what are you going to trade? And that so that's a discussion you have to have with yourself. But the first step is actually identifying that and having that discussion and be like, but then I love what Ryan says, and, and I'm a big, like, excuses and all, like, that is just, that is just unacceptable. Like, making excuses, just be honest. Mm-hmm. That's it. We're adults now. Everyone listening here is an adult. It's like, don't come at us, because being coaches, we've heard everything in the, in the, under the sun, uh, excuses about <laughs> why people didn't get the results and what's going on. And I get it. I get it. Like by now I'm like, I'm like immune to like excuses. I'm like, oh, sure, sure, sure. No, I get it. You don't, you don't have time. I get it. Yeah, yeah. No, no it's like, <laughs> I, I fought so many battles in my day. I'm just like, all right, cool. Like we're like with excuses, with just don't give excuses. Just 
get things done. Did, did you do it? Did you not do it? That's okay. But you control it. You can decide what you're going to do. I don't know. I, no, great point. Like, I like that. Just like, be honest with yourself. You won't do it. Yeah. Right. You don't want to do it. Just be clear about that. Right. Yeah, that's and okay. then, and that's okay. And accept it, you know, and then do the things you want to do, but hopefully your habits are productive ones that move you forward, you know, and then, and then allow you to progress forward, you know, and that's what I think everyone needs to do is just kind of dissect their days and see where time is being spent. Like, I think that's a great exercise to do is to really analyze yeah, your day to day, see where it is. Cause I, I'm telling you, like we've been coaching a long time. Most people are inefficient with their life, right? Meaning you just waste a lot more time on inefficient things and things that don't move you forward. So many, like, it's crazy how much time is actually being wasted. Most people waste half their day, right? It's like, even like working, People at work right now, yeah, yeah. you're clocked in for yeah. eight hours, but dude, you've been on your phone for three, four hours, oh God, right? It's so, it's so like it, everyone's super inefficient these days, right? And that's why you have to have morning routines, night routines, and kind of a system to get the results you want because your habits and your lifestyle will definitely equate to the outcome of your life, right? So it's like, dude, if you're sleeping in every day, if you wake up and you're eating pancakes every day, you stay up every night drinking a bunch of alcohol and on watching Netflix on your couch. I just named off most people's routine right yeah. there. Right. And like you really think you're going to be happy. You're going to be fulfilled. You're going to be successful. You're going to be healthy living that way. Absolutely not. So dissect your time and be efficient. And it starts with morning routines, and night routines. Let's go to number four. This is, this is one I have, I have to do. Mm -hmm. Remove any temptations from your house. Now, this is about your nutrition. True. You can't bring the devil into your house. You can't. Can't do it. Because we're, got, we're, we're all, we have moments of weakness, right? And so um, bringing snacks in that like, like, bringing the bad food in, bringing the snacks. So I think I told you guys this and how demented I am, but like there's times where I, I do want my chunky chips Ahoy cookies. I do. I'll get bought some almond milk, get some cookies, put them in the microwave. I'll eat like three quarters of the bag, <laughs> maybe, maybe more, maybe a little less. But then I throw the rest of them out. I'm not keeping those six. I'm not keeping those six cookies in the house. And I told Shanice too, we got pizza the other night. And like, I generally just throw all the pizza away. And I'm and she's like, why would you not save it? I'm like, I don't want to compound this, this bad decision. <laughs> like it's, I'm fine with it right now, but I don't want to keep this going for the, cause I don't really want it. But if I have it around, I'm going to get, oh yeah, maybe I should have a cookie or maybe I should have a piece of pizza. I I get the enjoyment out of it. I'm completely fine with that. I'm not like, I never beat myself up for a, a meal that I've had that I really enjoyed. It could be any foods, whatever. But then I get rid of it and I don't keep it around because we all know us. We're going to just be wandering around the kitchen. And if you're at, like at my house, you're going to wander around the kitchen and you're like, oh, sweet. I get, I'll go get some almonds. <laughs> I'm going to splurge on some almonds, some raw almonds. Ooh, maybe some cashews. Like that's it. But but that's what I need for me. And right, what about you, man? Yeah, re removing those temptations from your house. It's about controlling your environment, you know, and I'm the same way. Like I have a, a, a 
Dulce always makes fun of me. I'm an extreme personality, right? So it's like I'm all in or all out, right? So if there's like one of my favorite little treats is those Aussie bites from Costco. So like when we buy them, they're delicious, you know? And guess what? If we get them, I'm eating the whole thing. Yeah. Period. You know, like it's going down. If it's in the house, I'm going to have those temptations and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to consume, you know, but if it's not in the house, if we don't buy it, I don't ever go to the store just to grab a snack. You know, it's like, that's not who I am. But if there's almonds in the house, which is like 98% of the time, there's all good whole foods in the house. And that's what I eat, you know, because I'm not the person that's going to go to drive to the store for a snack or anything. But if we pick it up at like the grocery store, it's in the house. It's probably not going to last that day. That's how my personality is. Right. So knowing that, like, Hey, don't bring stuff into the house, you know? And like, that's one thing I love about Jerry. Like, if you guys don't know, Jerry's absolutely shredded. Like he's all, <laughs> he's in good shape, like all the time. I, I've never seen Jerry out of shape guys. Like yeah, yeah. for real, he's Thanks, been man. living this life for a very long time and looks great. And it's these habits too. It's like, he has his little things here and there, but he doesn't overdo it by like tossing the unused junk food and stuff like those are habits that we could all take away that everyone could implement you know but over time over his life those things add up and that makes an impact on his life you know so it's like finding those little chips and tricks like I'm more I don't really bring things in the house unless I'm ready to consume them (laughs) period right that's just the way it is right and then the rest of the time but that's how it is with temptation you know if things are around that becomes the most convenient thing. And that's what it is. That's why we always tell you guys, prep your food, always have good food in the house, have it prepared because if it's prepared, it's the most convenient thing. And that's what you eat. But if there's nothing prepared and you don't have good foods in the house, that's when you start eating fast food. Why? Because that's the most convenient thing now. Right. So really find these little tricks to kind of avoid those temptations. Yeah. And when you do throw away some um, some stuff in your garbage, you got to smash it down there because you're not going back in there. <laughs> Take a photo. Show it to me. We can have a moment. Oh, that's good. You ever go to get the Costco uh, peanut butter pretzels, the peanut butter filled pretzels? No. Don't. Don't. Don't do there's it. Like, there's like a, a giant I plastic love pretzels thing. though, but know, I've never had dude, those. Dude, there's peanut butter in the middle. Oh, my God, dude. It's game <laughs> over. Because you have those in the house, every time you walk by them, you got to grab See, them. like, how do you even stop? How do you, you even stop you that don't. train? It like, has to end. Yeah. That's it. Just you finish them. <laughs> like, oh, my God. So those Dump are, them in the trash. Stomp <laughs> it out. <laughs> I don't think I could. Uh, you want to take the last one, Ryan? Yes. Rewarding yourself. You know, this one's interesting. Me and Jerry were kind of laughing about this one a little bit because I think maybe I reward myself more and Jared Depp doesn't really reward himself. But I I have found more and more, I do reward myself more. And it's a psychological thing. And let me tell you guys, so rewarding myself throughout the year based on like things that I'm doing, right? And it keeps me more disciplined and focused when I know that I'm going to get something at the end. So for example, it's like, when I do like 75 hard, you know, I'll put, all right, if I finish 75 hard, I'm going to buy those sunglasses I've been looking at. You know what I mean? And then when I finish it, I'll go get it. But I won't, if I fail, I'm not getting it. So 
maybe like on day 55 or something, I have a moment where I'm not motivated, right? And I have to tap into this discipline, right? I'll look like, shit, if I fail now, I'm not going to get those glasses I want. And, you know, so, but, so I found to use little rewards throughout the year. And it's not even just material things. It could be like, hey, if I do this, I'm going to take my, the, the girls out to a nice dinner, you know, and we'll celebrate our victories a little bit more. And I found that that tool allows me to be more disciplined for longer ranges of time when I know there's like something at the end for me, you know, and it's a psychological thing, but it does allow you to tap into more disciplined self because you know, you're going to get rewarded at the end. And that's kind of how I use rewarding self because I'm kind of a psycho. I have like a year calendar and stuff and there's hard periods where it's really hard and I'll take on hard tasks and do something really difficult. And then when I do it, I'll give myself a little something, you know, and that it gives me that extra little motivation and, and pumps me up to keep going towards whatever I'm going towards. So I love that. And it's, and it's true. I'm not good at this rewarding thing. And Cause it's, I'm wired that once I complete something, I'm, it's, I need to stay moving and I need to go for something else and I need to, and, and that's, it's hard for me, but I've, I've identified that it is something I want to improve upon where to get to the, the finish line and, and sit back and, and be like, wow, that was awesome. Congratulations. You did awesome. And you could stop trying to proceed to the next thing for a week or so and and just soak it in and that's that's somewhere i'd like to get to and but it actually goes with me i'm i'm really organized in my daily life in my work life but i'm terrible planner of like vacations and uh personal thing personal life so like my during the during the work the work week i i guess like I am dialed in. I know everything that's going on. But if you're like, Jared, want to go on vacation in December? I'm like, ah, December. I, I don't know. <laughs> like, and so I, I've, I've been really unreliable with Shanice and going on vacations. She sets the vacations and things now, but, um, it's, it's something I would like to get better at is like being able to plan. Like I have friends that they work for like corporations and stuff. They're like, Hey, you want to go on vacation in six months? I'm like, Sure, I can. I don't know. Like, you know, are you, do you? I, 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 but like, that's because I'm. I'm not as. I'm always on, and uh, and I, I, I kind of feel guilty at times turning it off mm-hmm. and being like, okay. But um, hey, what we say here, we say you know we can always get better. We're always striving for things, and if you can identify your weaknesses and be like, you know what. I'm, I would like to be better at this. And mm-hmm. so that is, that is me saying, yeah, I would like to be a better uh, rewarder of myself because we do a lot of great things and, um, and planner of, of the rewards. And so I'm going to get better at that. Yeah. It's a hard thing, you know? And like, I, this is only something I've been doing probably the last, I would say the last two years I've been a lot better at it. But before that I was like, same thing, like years would go by and 
there, there's no breaks, no nothing, you know? And like Jared does that all the time. Like I see him just go, go, go. And I am a sad day. I actually had to be very intentional behind it and and implement it into like my year schedule, you know, like we're going to go around this time, we'll have a vacation and I'll put it there. So then I could see it, you know what I mean? Cause if I can't see it, then I'll just lose track, you know? And also being like a husband and, and a father now, it's like, I, I do more for them and like more for my family than for myself, you know, because I was like, I want them to enjoy life too and be rewarded for everything we're doing, you know? So I've been there, brother. Did uh, (laughs) did Dulce plan this trip or did, did you? So this one, uh, I did. So we, I told her about it, said, Hey, uh, our vacate, our 10 year anniversary is coming up. I definitely want to do something. We're going to do this time because I am always looking at the calendar, you know, and, and then we've, uh, to be honest, we've, we've, I wouldn't say sacrifice is the good word, but we've not celebrated on our anniversary or around our anniversary in five, six years, you know, cause we'll usually postpone till about December or so, yeah. you know, and this is the first year where I was like, no, you know, everything's actually fine. This after 42, right. It's like, it's, we can go now. And yeah. I'd actually like to go around our anniversary when we, every year, you know what I mean? Because Dulce's birthday is the 16th and then our anniversary is the seventh. So we kind of like do nice. something nice together, you know, but that's something I changed this year was like, Hey, I want to do it around our anniversary and be more, um, just intentional about celebrating us, you know, cause 10 years is a hell of a long time, guys. Like it's a long time, you know? And, uh, and I'm realizing as time goes on, like we want to celebrate ourselves and our relationship more, yeah. you know, and that's a big deal to me because I could say I've not been the best at that most of our marriage. Right. So that's why it's like, at this point, I want to make changes. I want to get better and, uh, make those, um, just progress, you know, and relationship as well. Right. Do you know what gift 10 years is? No. Is there, right. a, there's, is there gifts for these things? So there's like <laughs> five years is silver. Oh. 10 years is platinum. I don't know what it is, but there's like, Whoever, they probably all like, you know, like the, all the metals companies got together and like, all right, you take this year, I'll take this year. <laughs> just like the diamond industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just like, that's freaking, as genius. Diamond industry created, di- diamonds are not rare. I think we all know this, but like, they're not, the only reason they're valuable is because I think they like restrict supply and then they sold it to us and they marketed it to us. Same things with, I, I recently read it again, but same thing with uh, lobsters. Yeah. You know the story about lobsters, right? No, no. Oh, so lobsters, they uh, used to feed them to prisoners. That's all they would feed to prisoners in, on the East Coast. So much so the prisoners were like trying to, um, trying to report the prisons for like cruelty to humans because they're like, feed us something else. We don't want these shitty lobsters. And because they were, they're, they, they, they're on the, they're bottom feeders. So they eat everything on the bottom. So they're considered less than back in the day. But once the railroad got invented, they started shipping a middle of the country and they started a marketing campaign. Oh, eat these, these high end foods, these lobsters. And so basically they started off, look this up. I recently reread it to get my story wow. straight, but it was like, they were like, they were like throwaways. They're like, feed them. We don't want these. So now today at lobsters, now they're, they're a lot more 
delicate because there's like, I guess there's, there's less and less of them because they're eating so many of them. But anyway, um, see, it's they tied luxury and lavish yep. lifestyle to lobster, yep. and they tied love, literally love, love to yeah. diamonds. Yeah, that's Come crazy, on, right dude. there. That guy that came up with that <laughs> diamond is forever, bro. You got it. He's like, we got it, dude. Oh man, that's um, a good one. Did you see uh, the other day? Um, I was uh, setting up new Sonos in uh, the Palm Springs Forty Two uh, PVT room. And Dulce and Ryan were working out together, and I caught him on video. I took a little video of them spotting each other. It was a romance. <laughs> you see me video, Taven? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a romantic moment. Yeah. It was like... We get our workouts if in. If you can spot each other and get that workout in together, you could last forever. That's so the key right happy there. Happy 10 years. <laughs> Thank you. All right, guys. That's all we got for today, right? You got anything else? No. Take care, guys. All right. Later, everybody. Guys, thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Fit and 42 Life. You know, we all have people in our lives that we really want to help change, but they just don't listen to us. But maybe you can send them this episode and that would be all they need to help change and really make an impact on them. You know, thank you so much for all the support we've been getting from you guys. And remember, keep living the Fit and 42 life.